welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible, and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably. Answering the age-old question, Do games make good movies? Hello, and welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. We are here talking, Do games make good movies? The age-old question. I am Kaoritake, and you can follow me anytime at Kaoris. And you can also send us your questions, your comments, and what you got to say at hashtag VGFilms all the time. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe right here on this channel. And with me, I've got Patrick Gies. Hello, it's good to be back. I missed the last one, which was a total bummer. We totally uh, missed you. It was a bummer, but I'm here. I'm talking Mario. You can find me at P to the D's on Twitter. And next to you, Mark. I am the Internet Soapbox. Mark, last week was Street Fighter. This week, another franchise that is near and dear to all of our hearts. And uh, yeah. uh, just commiserate with me at Soapbox Mark. Oh. Yes, and if you guys haven't guessed, based on the music, we are talking about 1990. <laughs> oh, I'm on the wrong show, guys. It's been fun. Uh, Thank you. Bye, everybody. Where's that movie at? Uh, 1993's Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Um, so, uh, before we get into the nitty gritty and start divulging all this, what were your overall thoughts of this movie? I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm going to say... <laughs> what were your thoughts? But, but, Shut up! Because I've been waiting me. to say... I love this. I thought I liked this movie. Did you? I thought I did, but uh, when I saw it again, I realized how terrible it was. I fell asleep. I had to watch it again to oh, my dismay. No! Because, of course, we're here talking about it. It was terrible. It just had all the wrong elements. And I love Mario Brothers and Nintendo, but, you know, it just failed. I don't, I don't think it's unique to this movie, though. I feel like a lot of times, don't get me wrong, I know we're talking, do video games make good movies, but I think a lot yeah. of times when we, like, things in the past sometimes just stay there, right? Like, nostalgia mm-hmm. should just be what it is, just enjoy that, and you come back and you deconstruct it as an adult. And, well, don't get me wrong, this movie didn't hold up well, right? They blamed their, like, overall failure on the fact that Jurassic Park came the week after, which I don't think that was the mm-hmm. reason it this still movie might have been a miss. It still could have had a strong week, opening weekend, which it didn't. The, this... I wanted to give this movie the benefit of the doubt as much as possible. So if we take out, if if we if we imagine that they're making this movie for a general audience, mm-hmm. and, okay. and Shigeru Miyamoto once well, is known for saying that they were he was afraid that they put too much of the game into the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if yeah. they if they did peel back a little bit of the of the of the the things that from the movie, the references from the, from the game, then it could have passed as an okay movie. I don't even think so. If you, but the, I mean, the problem is the problem is is we're seeing this from a prism of my entire life. I have known the franchise of Super Mario Brothers. This is a terrible movie it's because terrible. of that. But if you if you look from the prism of the very few people back or the or the very many people back when this movie came out who didn't know what Mario was, you probably could have gone in, into this going. 
oh, this is cool, this is weird, is this what Mario's about? But it doesn't, it doesn't pass anymore. I think it's objectively terrible. I kind of disagree. I, I think, like, again, in and of itself, as a film, it's just objectively bad. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, am I wrong? I, I agree, it was, it was bad. It wasn't a function of it, its it, video game content. I mean, like, and that, like, only barely loosely tied, I know we'll do a deep dive into it, but it, it only kind of loosely, thematically tied into it at all. Hell, exactly. Luigi's but, not wearing green, like, 98% of the Yeah, he's uh, wearing red. elevator time. I, I mean, okay, yes. So we'll, <laughs> We'll get into the elevator yeah, we're going. for sure. Yeah, we're gonna get but I think this is one of those, this is the movie that forth. definitively answers this question. <laughs> Everybody loves to dance. Yeah. I mean, that scene mm. itself where the Goomba, what the heck were those Goombas? They were just, okay. We'll get, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll, General no, thoughts. General thoughts. I think general thoughts. This, this definitively answers this question. Do video game movies make good movies? And the answer is no. I mean, I found There this are movie, exceptions. I mean, okay. And we'll, I found, I found this movie on YouTube. I went, look, I texted you late saying, hey, where can I find this movie? I want to pay for it. And it's on YouTube completely. So if you're at home, go enjoy this. Watch it for free. Uh, <laughs> it is on YouTube. That's and it says actually, underneath it for educational purposes. That's actually a really, well, that's the way that they can keep it up. But if if they were re- if they really were focused on making money off of this movie, it would not exist on YouTube. It would have been pulled for so many different things. But the fact that... Nobody's really making money on this anymore. They're like, let's just let's just do it. Just yeah. just leave it there. Leave it there to rot. Okay. Well, real quick, we we're going to talk about the players. We had uh, Luigi John Leguizamo, who's made a career out of himself. Uh, Mario <laughs> Bob Hos- Hoskins, rest in peace. And then Princess Daisy Samantha Mathis. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't. That's why I said I don't know where she went. Uh, King Koopa, Dennis Ho- uh, Hopper, as well as directed by. Rocky Morton, Annabelle Jenkel, they got married in 1998, but they were a couple when they were doing this. And apparently, uh, there was a lot of issues because one wanted it one way and the other one wanted the other way. <laughs> and neither of the them got what they want, apparently. <laughs> when, when your producer kicks the directors off of the set for being too disruptive, you know that's not good. And when, on all of the actors, when asked about the process, talked mm-hmm. about how inexperienced and unprofessional the directors were in trying to create this film, and that's not that's not a good way to start. Yeah, and, and I mean, we'll, we'll get there, but the actors talk later. Uh, in 2007, they all kind of released how much they hated doing that pro- the project. Mm-hmm. I, why don't we open with that? Why don't okay, we, why I mean, not? Why, why, tell us a little bit. Of, see, I, you, you sent us some, some information about, um, about Bob Hoskins and talked a little bit about his experience on this film. I think people are aware of like his disparaging comments, but what exactly did he say? Um, I have the quote here. It's uh, from an interview with The Guardian. He says, it was the worst thing I ever did and that the whole experience was a nightmare. I've got, so that he said, he answered Super Mario Brothers to these three questions. What's the worst job you've ever done? Uh-huh. What's your biggest disappointment? Yep. And if you could edit your past, your whole past, what's the one thing you would change? Super it, Mario it Brothers. It was this one. I'd say Rogaine. Rogaine? Yeah, I that would probably that. do wonders for his career. Okay. <laughs> that made me, that made me, this, <laughs> like thinking, thinking retrospectively on his career, this is a man coming off of Hook, yep. which is a wonderful performance to me. This is a man coming off of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, yep. one of the greatest movies ever made. Correct. True. And that's why they thought that this was going to sell, because he's got the name recognition from those two films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to bring the money in because everybody's used to him as this family star. Sure. And I, he did what he could with a terrible script. I actually read that Tom Hanks was billed to play Mario, yeah. but then they said, no, you know what? Bob Hoskin has the name he at that time. I, I, 
I mean, things could have been way different. I want the behind the VH1 behind the music of this of this <laughs> movie, right? Because like John Leguizamo says also in that in his tell-all book that apparently yeah. they would just get trashed mm-hmm. on the reg mm-hmm. during the shoot because they knew, look, we signed up for something terrible. This is going to be this. Is they be. got in in all of the the when driving the van around New York City. They apparently they got into a minor crash, and there are some scenes where you can see Hoskins in a cast. From oh, it, no. because Perfect. he was driving drunk. Perfect. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, That's... it's very, it's very. You've got to like scrub through the film to find the couple of frames for like the the, the pickups, uh-huh. but it's it's there. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and that, none of these actors enjoyed their time there, including Dennis Hopper. And I'm going to quote him. Ba-ba. He says, it was a nightmare. Very honestly, that movie, it was a husband and wife directing team who are both control freaks and wouldn't talk before they made decisions. Anyway, I was supposed to go down there for five weeks, and I was there for 17. It was so <laughs> over budget. Okay, but like to his credit, that guy does not phone it in for one scene of this movie. He takes everything like it is an Oscar-caliber performance. He's talking to that pile of goo that is the princess's father. He is not phoning that in. He's taking this incredibly seriously. I really appreciated his performance. Of all things, I think Koopa... If you, can't, Koopa. you can't believe any of it if your villain isn't believable. And it was the same thing with Street Fighter. Yeah. Bison it, like, was the only character that made you go... Wow, this is the only reason I'm watching this show. Sure, and, yeah. same, and Hopper too. Like, despite some of the really silly, the the idea behind the King Koopa character that they created for this film, it was still just like, thank you for for trying. Thank you for trying. Thank yeah. you for playing. We'll see you next time. Game over. It, Try again. <laughs> game over. No pun intended. It was just all kind of terrible. So, but can we talk about the King Koopa character as a whole? Since please, we're, since we're sure. There. So, let's so it's established it. that he is King Koopa. At the very beginning, yeah, though, Koopa. he's General Koopa. He's like, do you remember the very beginning when they drop off the daughter in an egg mm-hmm. and then she hatches in a nunnery? And he's got the, the tags on him. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's like a general. This is before he's ascended to the the kingdom, if you will. And like, so definitely it's a monarchy. But why are there like campaign posters all over? It's like the very first thing at the very end when they win. It's like vote Koopa and they're painting over it. Yeah. He's a king. <laughs> I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, he ascended the throne. Yeah, you to, don't. To all quote, of the, I need so much explanation to for this quote movie. This a is a much better film. You don't vote for kings. <laughs> I want to I could become table. king then. I want all of the rest of this conversation for me is like you guys can talk and like and exchange like educated opinions. I'm just going to ask you two questions no. about the fever dream that just I mean, happened. It's, I it's don't a know. Mess. Uh, so I, well, before we just go into that whole entire mess, let's talk real quick about the plot and basically what it's about. Right? Is we got King Koopa in a alternate universe where he's trying to merge them into one and rule, and King Koopa is uh, apparently he stems from a Tyrannosaurus Rex back in the day, and it's just yeah, when so the, weird when the meteor hit the earth there were two dimensions that were created one yes. in which uh, humans evolved from apes and one in which humans evolved from lizards and and, and dinosaurs and yep. such and he wants to rule both of them so because his world is the city and then desert and so they, he wants to rule the both dimensions and they need this apparent meteorite that princess daisy has and by the way i i mean daisy not re- understand like being from both, it's just a mess. <laughs> Everything's a mess. I just did not enjoy that part. Um, but yeah, just. I think your explanation was one of the best like summaries. I think. I mean, uh, that's really fever dream. You seem so upset but, about no, like, this movie. That's what it was. <laughs> so, but, like, 
Let's start off at the beginning, right, when they're setting this up. There's the cartoon. Did you remember the animated stuff from the beginning? This is something I blacked out as a child. That was weird. What was that? That was weird. I mean, okay. I preferred Dino DNA. And then the the meteor came and took them all out. It was was like, there's no need need for this. And it's just like, and what if this happened? And then what if? Yeah, lots of what ifs. No, it's and that's that's the first thing that makes you go, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this. It's not, (laughs) and what if? It should be, this is what happened, and and now you you have to deal with yeah, totally. I mean, there's a lot of things that just didn't work. For example, Luigi is not Mario's brother in this movie. Nope. He found him somewhere and decided to raise him. Yep. I'm like, okay. Twins. That's like a huge... <laughs> well, when we, when we talk he's about like, He's like a father and a brother and an uncle and a mm-hmm. mother. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Oh, that. No. So, yeah, Neva. So, I guess I don't even know where we are right now. We're just going everywhere. I, I mean, you can continue with the <laughs> no, plot. We're so talking like, about the, the plot. Yeah, we were talking okay. about Luigi. You, 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 I think you set it up well. There are these two Okay, dimensions. well, Luigi falls in love uh, right away for Daisy, and then they go and kind of go try to save her because she gets captured by Iggy and what's his name again? Spike. Spike. Yep. The biggest, one of my. The the biggest opportunities that they had to make it, even though they were they were Koopa's cousins, they weren't Koopa's kids. The, the easiest thing they could have done: there are cousins. five other male names for the Koopa kids that they could have used yep. instead of Spike, Morton, <laughs> Ludwig, Ludwig, anything. I love Ludwig, but Spike. Yeah. They, it, easiest thing they could have done just to be like, yeah, hey, here's a little thing for you. But they had to make it Spike instead of anything else. Yep. There's just an, an unfortunate uh, non-reference. Yeah, well, they got half right. Yeah, I guess. Iggy. I mean, they, they didn't. Even, well, they didn't use Princess Peach, which I was kind of hoping for. But I guess that would have completely changed the project because uh, the, love interest there would. Be yeah, different. that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, but Daisy isn't even from the Mushroom Kingdom. She's from Sarasa Land. We'll get when we talk about the difference between the game and the movie. We'll, we'll, we'll. I, I can go into it more. You're doing I know all right. So You're like all this right. vertical slice of Wikipedia. He's I like, to this he's all like day. ready. I'm Mario, dude. I got two. Problems with well, the let's, let's, well, let's let's talk about like what did you guys think of the character casting choices? I'll let you go first, Mark. The, ca- the casting of Bob Hoskins visually and performance wise was fine. All right, but all right, his, the dialogue. Mario's this happy-go-lucky dude. Yeah. Um. In in the games and in the movie, he's like, I'm gonna kill him. I'm just gonna <laughs> moitalize like all this. Just ter- <laughs> this awful idea of what we know this character as. Yeah. So there's another disconnect between the franchise. That, well, I mean, back then, it, he didn't really have too much of a character. Right. But he didn't seem like a vicious killer that's gonna yeah. bop people over the head with wrenches sure. and, and take them out. But it, the Hoskins was good. Um, I liked... I, the, the casting was fine. They sh- if Talking about Leguizamo. How do you feel Le- about him as Luigi? It should have been... it The... Since they didn't go off of Mario and Luigi being twins, yep. that's fine. You go yeah. wherever you want with that. Leguizamo was rising at the time. John Turturro, maybe? I was okay with John Leguizamo, to be honest. Grow a mustache! Yeah, that's mustache. just one defining yes. trait. Yes. Grow a goddamn mustache. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. You oh, put a I am, I am in, like, I'm frustrated with this. So yeah, the, he was fine. I mean, he, Leguizamo was fine. I just I, The whole time I'm thinking, it's just a missed opportunity. John Turturro, you know, tall, lanky Mario. Because Luigi is a little bit taller than him in this movie, but I feel mm. like all they needed to get right was the body type. See, I, I don't have a problem with the casting so much <laughs> as uh, the characters that they put in they're like the Goombas that look nothing like Goombas. They're just like it fit, some liberties it there for fit sure. into the world uh, that they made. It just there was before they they decided on this uh, this dystopian other world New York City. 
there was a rumor that they wanted to do more of an Alice in Wonderland Wizard of Oz where mm-hmm. it was a little bit more like the world that we know in the games. Right. Yeah. So it was right. a little bit lighter. Um, the Goombas probably could have been actual like little mushroom Karibo dudes. Because these guys were creepy. Um, yeah, but these guys were soldiers that fit in with the narrative that they made. So that's the, the in terms of how much they messed up, which they did very much, they still fit everything within their warped sense of but reality that they made. everything was so weird. Like, we got the Goombas dancing in the elevator, and then one because of the Goombas having a crush on Princess Daisy. Well, no, because that was Toad. It was, right. That oh, was, that's right. right. That was Toad, yeah. yeah that was, and Toad, yep. too. I didn't like that Toad looked like that. I mean, I guess everyone has to morph into this human mm-hmm. being, but it just didn't fit. And Yoshi? Yoshi was the closest thing. I guess, if you but, think about, but also, okay, when you think about the Goombas and the Koopa Troopas, they were mindless, uh, mindless soldiers that moved wherever you put them. And in the game, they're mindless mm-hmm. soldiers that move around wherever you put them. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so they serve that. the per- That's the thing is, I'm looking at this on a way too drink too often level, which, <laughs> which is to to have this all make sense is it. It mirrors the game a little bit too much to where it doesn't make sense in the narrative that they're trying to make. Oh, that's interesting. So walk me through that because I feel like this is like, no, so the reason I say that, and I don't mean to give you a hard time, but like, I feel like this is, hey, you know that game that you love? Like the coins and the stars? Yeah, none of that. <laughs> We're going to give you this really disjointed, dystopian, that's how I felt. alternate universe. Exactly. That's, yeah. And that's where they messed up. But if you, if you think about it from a, <laughs> that's what I meant earlier when I was like, if you're not a Mario fan and you look at this, it's an it can be a less than okay movie. Okay, okay, okay. But it, but then when you look at it from the Mario prism, in terms of the world that they made, this stuff because we know what it is, quote unquote, really doesn't make sense. Like the fact that the Thwomps were the rocket boots, or uh, that Big Bertha was a big lady as opposed to a giant fish. You know, yeah. like. And instead of uh, uh, spitting fire, it was the fire, the flamethrower. I do like that they did they, they, they did incorporate all those different characters in it. I just they wish they would have done it differently. Okay. I guess I would have imagined a more lighthearted movie. Like that's you mentioned. exactly, that's and that's what the problem wanted. is if they hadn't tried to make everything make sense or name everything similar to how it is in the game, it probably could have been a little. You probably could have accepted a little bit more, but at the same time, everybody would have been. Well, where's the bomb? Well, where's this? Well, where Where's this from the game, and where's that? The bomb so, was the best part. But, but yeah, well, that's because it was the most realistic thing and the most similar thing. That that was the so the most Mario thing in the movie was the bubble. I will give you that. Say that the the, the the make sense thing I think is the problem where I'm like I'm having a hard time following you because I'm with you on most of it. But like if this was this cohesive universe independent of the Mario, <laughs> I would get it. I was lost several parts. I've already talked yeah. to you a little bit. I talked to you a little bit about <laughs> the monarchy. I don't understand why they're voting. I don't understand how they drop Princess Daisy off at like a church and she's an egg. I guarantee if nuns yeah. find an egg baby, they like drowned the egg baby. <laughs> like she's spawned like Beelzebub. I mean, this isn't maybe? this isn't like Notre Dame. It's, I'm confused about that. I was also Stay with, so things that don't make sense. Like, do you at the very beginning they get the phone call, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're, yeah. they're like, "Hey, we need some work," and they like have to race other plumbers to a job. Is that how plumbers work? No, that, no. That I don't was, understand. That I was like, <laughs> that was probably the thing that I had the the most one of the most problems with, not relating to the actual sure. franchising of everything, but because it was just like. What kind of a jerk calls multiple plumbers just to be like, who's gonna get it? Who's gonna get it? What a 
We should just do that D-bag on the off No, that's even kidding. worse. And then they're like, oh, you made it here first, here's five. You're going to get like punched in the face by the guys that finished second. And especially Mario being a psychopathic killer, I'm yeah. surprised anybody's made it out of alive. What'd you guys think of uh, Daisy's dad being just this... The fungus? It made fungus. sense. It made sense. Yes, it makes sense, but like the way it looked physically. Oh, it was um, gross, but if it was fake, it would have probably been even more... It would have been worse. The fact that it was real and everybody was treating it that it was gross was like, oh, all right. Yeah, it's gross. Cool. Did, did Hopper you, committed, man. Did you, guys, did you guys remember to go past the credits and watch the end? Uh-huh. Look, here's <laughs> the saving grace for this movie. Because in my dumb brain, I'm like... Ooh. In my dumb brain, I'm like, okay, this is all nonsense. But then at the very end, post-credits... There's that that scene where the Japanese video game developers show up and they're 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 asking for the video game rights to all of this. And so like in my mind, this is all canon. This is all actually happened and the game was the misrepresentation. Those guys just messed it up. It all so makes it sense. The, <laughs> it's all the, See? It was like a dream like Super Mario 2. Uh, yeah, yeah, wake up and like, oh, it was a dream. It it's was the all only dream. way my dumb brain can process all of this. Well, okay, so we're talking so much smack about this. Are there any good things that you liked about this movie? Let's think about good stuff here, because there's some good stuff. Mm. I mean, it got nominated for, like, Best Costume Design back then, even though it did terrible. It did? Yeah. Look at the Sat- Well, Saturn things. Award, not, like, Emmy. I mean, not, like, anything big, but... It, it would still get an Emmy. <laughs> um, the, uh, <laughs> like, not Emmy, but... The, the, <laughs> I'm thinking of good things. I mean, that we talked about I, the performances. Yeah? yeah, Hopper. Like Hopper was good. Daisy was very believable as this as this girl who was thrown See, into this world like that Daisy. she never knew. Also, I have a soft soft spot for uh, Fern Gully, oh. and she was she was Krista oh. in Fern Gully. It all makes oh, that's sense. So now so that okay. so when I hear that voice, I'm like, yeah, everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> okay, because no, I didn't I didn't I didn't feel like she fit the fit the bill to play Princess Daisy. Um, but I'm okay. Good I like things. that. I like that. Dennis Hopper ordered like he is evolved from a dinosaur, but he orders like a pizza with dino don't, parts don't on it. Give me I the like, pizza joke. I like don't pizza give joke. me the pizza like, again. <laughs> it went through the whole like damn it. movie. Just like orders a pizza. Twenty but minutes he later, dino on it. But no. But imagine you like, hey, uh, Domino's. I like a little little Patrick on that pizza, but just a light hold. Like it's weird. <laughs> or, or okay. Or, or maybe that like part. a more primeval. Like I'd like some monkey on that pizza. Okay. That I under, that I understand, but. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the overall no, joke. No, I would never do that to you. Okay. I respect you far too much was, as a co-host, as a human Because it was being. the joke, then it was 20 minutes later, where's no. my pizza? Nope. And then at the very end, oh, uh, I would never do that <laughs> Sir, to your you. pizza's here. <laughs> Who gives a crap I, about the damn I pizza? Just, I just realized. He ordered a dino one. No, I was just thinking, like, what, what you were saying, how, how your way to, like, validate this terrible movie mm-hmm. was the end. And at the end was when they finally got to, uh, the coined... Super Mario Brothers. The whole throughout, they were not. Could that have been any more labor? Could have been. <laughs> just. And <laughs> do you think anybody was like, I can't wait for the second one when Daisy shows back up and be like, guys, you wouldn't. That's the thing. We don't next? know. We don't know. There were the of the twenty million dollars worth of people that saw this movie. Yes. There were. I figured there's probably a good percentage who were just in there like. Remember, this was the first video game movie adaptation, yeah. and, and this is something kind of like with um, the. Episodes one, two, and three, where yep. people are like, "I'm seeing this. Something I love is being represented on the big screen." Yeah. And, and yep. while you're yep. in there, while you're in that moment, you're like, "And there's gonna be yep. another one!" Like, yeah. And then when you get home, you're like, "Wow, that was terrible." <laughs> there's gonna be another one. So I figure there were those people, but then, it, then it all, it, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. It was just terrible. Not a good weekend. 
Okay, well, let's let's talk about um, some of the, the reception because it opened in May on May twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three, and like you said, it grossed total gross um, a little bit over twenty million. I'm looking for when it the opening weekend it made eight point five million, and then right up against Jurassic Park. Yeah, yep. I don't think that's the reason why they did they failed. <sighs> no, but um, oh, it helped. I, I, I poke a lot of fun at this. I want. I do want to no, genuinely. I, I genuinely want to say the one thing I found redeemable about this movie. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So I actually kind of enjoyed. If you look hard enough, there's an actual arc for Mario and Luigi, right? So Mario consistently is is preaching to Luigi: use your tools, rely on yourself, your zoo tools. And what's Luigi's kind of mantra? Uh, believe, have faith. Everything in the universe happens. So it's very much like have faith in yourself versus a creator or in a plan or the universe will find a way. And it, and at the end I think it's it's an amalgam of both. And so I think the one thing I really appreciated was that they were both trying to 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 pitch each other on on kind of that that ethos if you will. So the one thing I liked. And then the rest of this I'm just going to be I don't feel like that was a stretch. Was it like, was a bit of a stretch. Really it was, I was looking for things. You were looking that was that was the thing is is that was the humanity in the movie sure. in this in this weird dystopian thing that is kind of familiar but it's all kind of wrong. The the one thing that stood the test of of the crappiness was these these two brothers love for each other yeah and 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 that's what i think people were trying to that's what i think they were trying to make people like connect with but there was too much of the i would love to see a director's cut but there was too much of everything like they were they were clubbing together just none of it made sense this movie was so 90s it was just just the fact when they lined in the dinosaur city and in the back you just see this huge club everybody's like and they never go by it that walk the dinosaur song brought back so much memory yeah i was like oh my gosh this song i mean come on you guys remember that song i mean it's you open the door then you get on the floor and then everybody walks the dinosaur. <laughs> everybody. Thank God I've got you to break things down. I don't know what I'm, what I'm here for. <laughs> the Dino City. That also threw me for a little loop. The first time we see that when they get there, right, where ostensibly we're supposed to believe that they're, you know, they're evolved from dinosaurs, mm-hmm. correct? But like if you go to Manhattan, you don't see people in various stages of evolution. I don't see like a primate walking in a suit down Wall well, Street. It's different with lizards. Is it? Is it? I think I think is once it? Koopa, I think is it? the development. <laughs> the human lizards. The development Dave. of the of the machine of the evolution and the de-evolution machine might have had something to do All right. with different things. Thank you. And the civil unrest that where Koopa is arresting anybody who has any sort of a dissent against the the current monarchy, and they're getting affected and, and yep. arguably put back on the streets, depending on how many Goombas or Koopas he might need at a certain time. Okay possibly could have had something with the way involved with the way that different people act. Who knows? Alright. That's, That's actually thing. that is the most literally I need to watch more movies with you, Mark, is what I'm saying. <laughs> is that I need hold on, I need the Zach Morris style timeout be like Okay, what did we just see? <laughs> I'm a I'm a half full kind of guy. Yeah, I, I, see the, I see the good amongst the crap. I, I kind of so. like because in my mind, again, in my mind, I'm seeing various stages of evolution. I'm trying to like juxtapose that against New York mm. and seeing like, this, monkeys in suits just walking around, and that doesn't fly. Well, I mean, I think the uh, like with the vermin sort of a thing. You mean like the little dino vermin? Yeah. That are around? yeah. I mean that that's their equivalent of rats. Like instead of little little tiny mammals like rats, they have little like. Not Gallimimus, but like little the little tiny dinos from like the beginning of Lost World. Okay, like they have them. Okay. Like that's their vermin. Like you just have to think of it from a different prism. I just 
I need certain you, point of view. I need you to be the director's commentary <laughs> yeah, on I, more movies than I watch. This is good. This is catharsis. This is. This I wonder is good. if there is a director's cut now that you mentioned to it. Be, to be honest, though, there isn't because they were forbidden from the edit booth. Is that right? Really? When it came to the post production, right? the directors were not allowed in the edit booth, and the studio took over and that's tried to so make funny. something out of what they had. So that's well, like what says something about the director and mm-hmm. how they did. Because, the like, as they mentioned on set, both were coming from two different points of view and wouldn't consult each other when, after, like, on any sort of notes. What? So, and these guys were partners, like, and, yeah. and they were already over budget, so they didn't want the, to deal with that sort of crap in the edit bay. So, as a result, we'll handle the rest of it. You're done. So they did the best well, they could. I mean, ultimately, I mean, the editors. Sh- sure, but like, it's like again, I really want to see this. The making of this movie. That's one of the things uh, in doing a little bit of homework for this before we sh- came on. One of the stories that I'd heard was one of the directors, it was the pair, right, mm-hmm. actually poured a cup of hot coffee on an extra because they didn't like their costume. As if the extra what? showed up in the costume. Like, they, like as if the extra chose this costume, right? On a $40 million I budget. It. I saw it. It's not, this guy's not just showing up in the costume. How? I mean, it must have been the most dysfunctional set it in the history like of movies. Well, yeah, well, all the actors have nothing good to say about it. You know? Well, so you're a big Nintendo fan, obviously. I love yeah, Nintendo. I know. So, Todd, are you familiar with Nintendo's stance on the movie? They've, they've seemed to have yes. distanced themselves a little yeah, bit. Let's get into Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'd be interested to Shigeru hear. Shigeru Miyamoto said that, um, I'm going to quote this, in the end, it was a very fun project that they put a lot of effort into, but he also said, the one thing that I still have some regrets about is that the movie may have tried to get a little too close to what the Mario Brothers video game were. And in that sense, it became a movie that was about a video game rather than being an entertainment movie in itself. Mm-hmm. And the thing was that that's pretty much what you mentioned earlier on and the thing with that is um he's right i mean that's pretty much what we were saying like that it just got too cluttered with things that they were trying to put in and like, give us a, a like, good a good uh, reference for this would be spider-man 3 because spider-man 3 was this is what the fans want this is what the director wants and this is what the studio wants and as a result it became a big overblown mess that has some redeeming qualities to it beauty yeah. actors and the performances but when you look back at it it's like wow they really needed to like Cut off the sieve a bit on that one. So, so this, that's, that's what this one has too, where the, it doesn't, it doesn't work. You can't, you can't take a story so simple in a, in a game where most characters don't talk and, and expect to make something similar. So they tried. They tried. And I will give them credit because, like you said, they were the first video game adapted movie, uh, fresh out of the gates, doing their best. And, um, I'm gonna quote again, Nintendo Power's 20th anniversary mentions it. All right. Um, and they said, rest in peace, Nintendo Power magazine. I know, right? We missed that magazine. It said that despite the film's poor quality, the fact that it was made shows how much the game series has impacted popular culture. True. And that's true. For sure. And um, also there was something that I read, but this is obviously not um, confirmed, but when they had that Sony leak um, uh, with all the emails going out, there was a rumor that BuzzFeed um, put an article up that they were in the works of possibly having another movie. I'd heard that. Yeah. I'd, I'd heard, heard that, that too. I mean, but th- this was such a failure. Like, Nintendo to this date still hasn't tried another live-action movie. Am I, am I correct in this? Well, this and this movie that it was, quote-unquote, possibly in the works is animated. Right. Yeah. By, by the Sony animation. And, yeah. and if there was a studio to do it, it would be them. Look at the Ratchet & Clank movie that's coming out next yeah. year. That That is the game yep. on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is excellent. Um, with, with Mario, though... Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario and Luigi and Wario and Waluigi and several other mm-hmm. Nintendo characters, 
Um, if you giving him more than a couple of lines, a basic like Meyer lines, like "Woohoo, I'm a Mario, I'm gonna win" or whatever, <laughs> giving giving him a little bit more than that, could you imagine? Four characters, fully dialogued and voiced. I mean, it's a great payday for Charles, but could you imagine a fully scripted, in that voice I Mario that, movie? I mean, as as a voice actor, it would probably be a lot of work for him. I would guess it would have to have at least another one to fill it in. I don't, I don't know that I'm on board. I hate to. I hate like look. On the internet, I get a lot of grief for liking things a lot. And I come on this show, what? and all I do is trash stuff. I do. I'm Captain Positive. I like liking things. And then I show up on this show, I'm like, well, everything's awful. Everything I guess is I, awful. I would. I, I heard an old, older woman in an elevator in earnest tell me that everything was awesome. And it was the best moment of That's my cool. whole day yesterday. It was awesome. Uh, but I think, look, Mario's about the mechanics. I think, like, as a, as a franchise, and I'm interested to see what your guys' history with the game, because I feel like that is a game that nobody plays for the narrative, right? Like, I mean, yeah, even no. the conceit that you're you're saving a damsel over and over and over and over. Stop getting kidnapped, princess. Um, but, I mean, that's another story. About, is it like, is it Stockholm Syndrome that she likes might, getting kidnapped? Totally. And she, she just wants the attention. No, so, all of the fan, all, no, all of the, the, fan, the fan theories. She's my favorite. The, the fan theories of Peach and, and Mario and, and like the, the relationship between them and Bowser, where it's like, is this Mario and Peach helping Bowser as a single father giving his kids something to do? Mm-hmm. Is this something where Mario is too busy? With his plumbing well, job, Mar- that totally just neglects her, and she just strays a little bit, and, and, go, and go, goes hangs out with Koopa because it's like, oh, you know what? This guy this takes care of me. I'm, I'm in a castle. He feeds He's me a really big well. Earner. Yeah. He's a baller. Like that, he does have a castle. So That's many, a great point. There's so many different like <clears throat> fan theories, well, but of course, but, because like the the games have also evolved exponentially with from. It's inception to 2015. But my point is, if we're going to pick, like, again, the premise of the show is do games make good movies. And if yes. we're going to pick a, a movie, if, if the three of us were going to pick a movie, it wouldn't be one that's, like, large a, a game to make a movie out of. It, it wouldn't be one that I would assert would be, like, fundamentally about the mechanics. I know that, that ostensibly The Last of Us is in the works, and that's a very narratively yeah. driven game. Like, that's something that would be exciting to me. But, like, I think this game, from the onset, is a stretch and a cash-in, right? Because people was Insanely popular. I think I think they create a storyline. There's like a Japanese woman we just mentioned that I watched when I was a kid. It was a cartoon version, and me and my brother watched the VHS for days and days. It was a great one. I think they okay. just need to like. In in terms of the games in general, the any of the 3D star collecting games, those tend to have a little bit more of something that you can find a narrative arc through, especially okay. like with 64. But especially the Galaxy, the Mario Galaxy games. Yeah. Those games aren't about Mario though. Those okay. games are about Rosalina. And Rosalina is a, she's not fully voiced, but she's fully texted, and you see mm-hmm. her story through a storybook. And it's, it's, but it's not something that would be, that I think anyway, would be appealing on a movie screen. The, okay. With the Mario story, it's, it's that being, identifying the hero, identifying as the hero. Mario's this every guy that, or Luigi, or hey, whoever this you play movie is not or, a Mario but that's movie. The thing. This is a Luigi movie. But Mario's that's the thing. Like, it's it kind of felt like that, right? When you're yeah. playing, when you're playing the game, you're supposed to feel empowered by Mario and being this, this guy that can do anything. So, when it comes to flipping that, oh, well, I was this person, to such a distinct character type like we get from Bob Hoskins, yep. it's hard to, for viewers to make that transition. As I opposed to something where The Last of Us, where that's a mostly just written game and most decisions fleshed out. And most decisions that you make are made to from, advance the story and, and there's and not from too many Joel's options. Perspective and as from opposed Joel's perspective. to, yeah. I okay, just think I that it that. would be a lot more forgiving uh, yeah. if it was animated. 
I, th- I think it would. If, um, it, Mario really, voiced it, by Tom Hanks? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not saying this movie um, being animated. I'm no, I know. Me either. A completely other movie. Mario movie being animated. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's about it. Uh, did you want to talk about... You, you mentioned uh, Daisy and you wanted to talk about her. And- well, just... We, 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 we talked about some of the things in reference to the game. Um, the, the biggest thing about this was there were a couple of other references that they could have made that they missed out on. Okay. Um, Mario has a girlfriend in this. Yes. And it's not somebody named Peach. No. Nope. It's not even somebody named Pauline. No. Nope. Which was the easiest thing that they could have done. <laughs> Pauline being his friend right. from Donkey Kong that he saves even though the girl in Donkey Kong wears a pink dress. Looks like Peach. And, no, looks like Daisy in the movie because she has blonde oh, hair and has, has pink dress. Right. So that's like, oh, well, I didn't even notice that she, oh, she was more, it was more purple, it I would was, say. Purple but is fading. <laughs> Sorry, the girl <laughs> in, was, the, in the that's panel fine. was like, that that's was more fine. purple. Um, but, so there, there was that that disconnect where okay, so it's not Mario saving the princess, which that's the first one with Daisy. That's still a game where Mario is saving Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, the the it was the ones for the Game Boy Super Mario Land. Uh, you're in Sarasa Land as opposed to the Mushroom Kingdom, and you save Daisy. Now this is after the original Super Mario games where Mario has already saved Peach and is already still friends with Pauline, arguably. So that's that's a comment on the game of how many women's does Mario like to keep in his pocket at a certain time. I mean, he's kind of gross. But and it, she's four, 30 years younger than him in this movie. But, yeah. it, but in recent times, Daisy is kind of known as the one that Luigi likes, and they kind of like each other as a mutual attraction, but more so on Luigi's end. So, and it seems like it was I like, know, there's hey, like real lore here hey, going on. <laughs> hey, Daisy, Luigi's looking for a date. Could you could you help him out? Yeah, I guess. I'll, yeah, sure. I guess. How awkward was that scene in the movie yeah. when he asked her out? Certainly. Yeah. They, like, from this far away, they clearly could hear each other. Like, ask her to dinner. Mario pretty much asked her I mean, her ask, out. ask her to dinner. Like, do you, oh, no, he opens with, do you eat? <laughs> hey, do you eat? I do. <laughs> To be honest, Didn't that work? would probably work today. Fair, uh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Go to Hipster Bar? I mean, do you eat? Yeah, do you want to eat? Yeah, let's go eat. <laughs> oh, my I eat God. Too. oh, my gosh. The, whole, the fact that they even gave her a ride when they set up that whole premise about uh, women disappearing in Brooklyn over the past few days. Like, yeah, get into the back of my van. That was, was another thing that so, I liked. Yeah. At the you very did, beginning, it was just this throwaway thing in the newspaper of, yeah, I'm just reading up on all of the, all of the missing and disappearing yeah. women. And then when you get to the thing, you're like, oh. These are the, the women that have disappeared. They've yeah, been captured. Right. Wow. Okay. They actually put a button on that storyline. Yeah, it right. wasn't. It wasn't actually just a thing to say. Well, is there anything else that you guys want to mention? I think so. I watched this movie one and a half times in preparation for this. Okay. And I think what, what helped it make sense not only was that post credit thing, and in my mind, I would invite people to watch this show. And this is a post Donkey Kong Mario. Like this is some Mario that's seen some shit. This mm-hmm. is like he's grizzled. He's already saved a woman from a large mm-hmm. like. Uh, a large angry gorilla mm-hmm. and so that's where he's in that space that's why he comes across as this gonna hit people with things because he's seen some shit yep so. well it seems like that but then there are moments in the movie where he's too scared to do things that Luigi's like you just gotta believe you just gotta believe totally. so it's like what the heck he's teaching him there's a higher power everything happens for a reason way to go Luigi way yeah. to go John Leguizamo any other thoughts uh, I was gonna call you Soapbox Mark I mean that is my name I am the internet Soapbox Mark you find me on Twitter at Soapbox Mark but for when it comes to this this movie the 
I, I do what I can with these bad movies, despite how much of a fan I am, yeah. to make sense and try to find something to enjoy in this. And and with this film, it's none of the good stuff. It's all stuff that people ridicule. And there's, I mean, there's already a riff tracks of the. Excuse me. There is there is a riff tracks of this, which is like the Mystery Science Theater three thousand of it. Which I, I hear this. oh dude, I need to they, hear they it. have previews on YouTube, I so I very much watch it. This is this has become one of those movies, especially with now how heralded Mario is, that everybody loves to make fun of. And I would like nothing more as a fan of this franchise for something to come out to to just be like, hey, forget about the Mario movie. But or if they take it. Now with the Super Mario Maker coming out, if somebody oh, makes go. levels based on the on the Mario movie, would, and you bring it and you make it like alternate again alternate reality, that but like a sort of can't play that game. It's I actually just, super simple. I just Super Mario Maker. Animated, oh, I'm excited I just would want a simple animated Mario. Like you guys should just go watch the my Japanese version the, way is back the, in the characterizations. That's that was it's my problem. You guys should watch you the Japanese one and you'll be like, pizza, oh, I see what you're saying. But yeah. that's that's the thing. Then we get into like the CDI Mario where it's like, hey, you want to get some pasta, Luigi? <laughs> I sure love a spaghetti. And it's like, no, that, just, how, let's make these like people as opposed to caricatures, right? Because I watched the Super Mario Super Show with yeah. Captain Lou Albano mm-hmm. back in the day, but it it was still looking back at it. it I don't even want to do my Toad impression. Just did you for, like the Super Show? Because I love the Super Show. Maybe closing I, it out. Will you do the Toad? Impression? I won't because it's so. It's I'll do it off camera okay. just because it's so shrill and terrible. Uh-huh. But it's it's like smoker in New York, but on, with like three jugs of helium in the in their oh. throat. Um, the, like that's the thing is we've seen it already, and unless you you have to tie me down with an amazing cast vocally in order to in order to hit me. Really, because if if you just go with a bunch of nobodies, but it makes sense, fine. If you hit me with a bunch of stars and it doesn't make sense, eh, maybe not so fine. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think this is a franchise that people would be willing to give one more shot to. Maybe shorts, maybe animated shorts, as opposed to a full fledged movie. Or yeah. Why not? <clears throat> I can see some <clears throat> some online distribution there. Like yeah. I can see something yeah. like a Netflix binge watching thing. It something doesn't have to be in the vein of like. Daredevil. I'm not looking for gritty reboot, Dark Knight of of Mario, but just something. That's what this was supposed was. to be. It kind of was. It yeah, it was, was. Right. It was just like this is what they were trying to be. But you can clearly tell the directors weren't sure how they wanted to go with this, and it, it, it the the movie faulted for it. So not one goddamn coin. Yeah. In the whole movie, <laughs> they talked about it's it. It's a game about coins. Just mm-hmm. once. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. A lot of things didn't happen. I would have loved to see a Goomba getting smushed, but that's just not how it went. That's so not how it went. So let me do it really quickly. Let me let me take your temperature, guys. So like, so we're a couple episodes into this series. Yeah. How are we feeling about the question? Do games as a whole make so, good movies? So far, no good. <laughs> I'm. I mean, you know me. Mortal Kombat was a winner for me. There's, there's going to be the couple. There's going to be the ones where we where we won't know the answer. Fair enough. But there are also the ones that might mm. be so kitschy that. Uh, that they might catch us off guard. And, then and look, we've been cooking, we've been discussing some things, and we've we, been scheming. We thought we knew the ad, like, I thought <clears throat> I liked this movie, and I, I went back and saw it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? I did yeah. not like this movie. Yeah. Street Fighter 2, I thought I liked it, and I realized I didn't. I'm so... A little disappointed with my youth versus my adulthood. I guess things change. You get more pickier. Yeah. Uh, you have different expectations for it. But that being said, that concludes this week's uh, show. Talking about Super Brother- Mario Brothers. We did, we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. You guys go Look, ahead. A and- monkey. 
you guys send us your comments and also let us know what movie you think we should watch. Maybe for the first time that you guys think is good at hashtag BGFilms. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. And you can also follow Popcorn Talk at Popcorn Talk. And you can follow my friends right here. We're at everybody. You can find me at P to the D's on Twitter. I also host a show ostensibly about video games and all kinds of pop culture nonsense called Pixel by Pixel on iTunes. You should listen to it because it's a good podcast. Thank you, um, don't think we didn't see the Super Scope as the de-evolution gun. We just didn't mention it, but yeah. that was... Yeah, it was... Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm the Internet Soapbox Mark. You can find me on Twitter at Soapbox Mark. I'm here um, for Popcorn Talk. I'm I'm on uh, uh, Jedi Alliance every now and again. We just did a show today with Joseph Scrimshaw. That was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun bonus questions. Everybody should listen to it. And uh, I'm also on After Buzz TV, our sister network, doing a whole bunch of wrestling shows. You should uh, follow me on Twitter and follow along it's fun. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet. You can follow me everywhere at Kaorius on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere. But don't stalk me. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next time for some more movie talk. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.